How's your Christmas? Good? Yeah, maybe celebration a little smaller. We probably ate a little more than we really needed to. There are special celebrations. Um, there also was a really good football game Friday night. Uh, it was a good New Year, your holidays. What made it special? I know we weren't, many of us weren't able to travel and see all the family and friends that we wish. And once again, this COVID um, has sort of uh, restrained what we're able to do and what we can't do that we would like to do. But once again, just review a little bit of Christmas because um, for many people, Christmas is over. I noticed this when I was in Illinois with my daughter and even here in Ohio. The culture will let us know that Christmas is over when the color moves from red and green to red. I noticed that even on January, I'm sorry, on December 26th and 27th, um, that the, the Christmas items are now in a corner of the store with 50, 75, 95% off. You see that, right? People went and bought up the, all the old trees and the wrappings to make a deal. And now what's prominent is the color red with sweethearts and right. The culture has already told us it's now time for the next big moneymaker, and that is Valentine's. But not us. Christmas is not yet over for us. The Christ candle still lit. We're still in the color white, the season of celebration. I'm deliberately listening to Christmas music until January 6th. Does anybody know what January 6th is? It's what? It's Epiphany, and Christmas is not yet over for us. There's still, what we would say, 12 days of Christmas. So hence our church is still filled with the Christmas message. Even though the culture says it's over, Christmas continues for us. Now, not everyone around the world celebrates Christmas like us, but they still do celebrate Christmas. Now, I'm not expecting you to know many of these because some of these may be difficult, but maybe you know something about some customs about Christmas around the world. Let's see if you can guess the nations. We're talking about Christmas not being over yet. Uh, celebrate Saint or Saint Nicholas comes December 5th. Uh, fills clean shoes with treats. This is what that country does. Can anyone tell me, tell me the country? I heard Germany. It's Germany. That's right. Next country called Posada. Mary and Joseph find the rooms. Children will go to friends' and family's homes. They will say there's no room here. Sometimes they, they'll invite them to the house only to find that every house is occupied. They'll go from house to house, and eventually they come to a house in which they find an open room with a piñata in it, and there's gifts and toys, and the children come in, and there's, there's a Christmas um, nativity set with Mary and Joseph, and there they celebrate Christmas. Does anyone know a country? Mexico. Mexico, as someone said at the last service. Next country, I know it sounds rather odd. I couldn't help when I read it, but I include it. Spider webs decorate Christmas trees to assist the poor. What country? Not expecting you to know this. Ukraine. Krampus is an evil-looking figure who goes out during Christmas season at night. He's dressed like some form of demon with a mask on. He scares bad children. When I was a child, I was told if I didn't behave, I'd get a lump of what? But Krampus comes out. Anybody know what country? Austria. Austria. Let's do a couple more. In this country, people don't eat until after the New Year when they see uh, the first star is seen. They'll eat 12 different meats for luck for 12 months. Anyone know the country? Poland. Now, maybe the word's going to give it away. Le Befant. Christmas is celebrated on January 5th, the eve of January 6th, and a witch brings gift. 
Anyone guess what country? France, Italy. Yes, those countries have that. A couple more. Days of candles, December 7th, white flags and a light and a picture of the Virgin Mary. This is South American country. Anyone guess? Colombia, okay? In this country in the Far East, a giant lantern festival, stars the main symbol of the Christmas celebration. That would be the Philippines. Everyone's sort of sensing sort of a pattern here that they celebrate Christmas different, but it still focuses on light and the star and Jesus Christ. One more. This would be a European country. A candle on Christmas Eve is placed on the tallest windowsill in the house and it lights the way for Mary and Joseph to find their way. What country? What is Ireland? So all these countries celebrate Christmas a little bit differently than what we do. And you can see that for some of them, Christmas is not yet still over, just like it's still Christmas for us. Now, somebody else also didn't celebrate Christmas like us. To figure this one out, we need to go back to Micah. We need to go back into the Old Testament, into the text in which not only Jews knew, but Gentiles knew as well. There's sort of a first hint. Can you read the... The hint with me is this hint here too. Read it with me. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are of old. Notice he's called the ruler. Now I'll read this hint with you. Once again, these are texts that not only did Jews read, but Gentiles read as well. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord and the majesty of the name of the Lord God, and they will live securely for then his greatness will reach the ends of the earth and he will be their peace. That's another hint. Anyone want to take a guess who else doesn't celebrate Christmas like us? We refer to it all the time. Herod met them, even though Herod didn't understand what they were about. The priests knew the text, even though they didn't believe them. Who might I be referring to? Anyone want to take a guess? Who? Who understood it? There's a picture. Who was Christmas for? The magi, the wise men, the kings, the sages, we don't know what they were. Were they astronomers? Were they astrologers? Were they kings? Were they wise men? Were they sages? We don't know, but we do know that they were Gentiles. We do know that they heard the Old Testament prophecies regarding Christ, and we do know that their heart was changed, and they were the Gentiles. Now, let me explain Gentile to you. God called the Jews to be his own people, how odd for God to choose the Jews. And he made them into a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a people belonging to him. And he gave them a covenant and a promise. And he gave them the law. And they were his people. And the Jews were promised the Messiah, that they'd have a promised land. And anyone who wasn't a Jew was considered a what? Gentile. Now, I believe that most people here this morning are Gentiles. It's nothing against Jews. But the Jews understood that very well. There's a Jewish people, God's chosen people in the Old Testament, and everybody else are Gentiles. And here we have the Christmas message specifically for the Gentiles. Because Christ just wasn't born for the Jews. He was born for all. There was an epiphany. The light bulb went on. This baby Jesus just wasn't born for the Jews, but born for who? Everyone, the Gentiles. Epiphany, aha. The light bulb goes on. I got it. Do you ever have that experience? Maybe you sat in a classroom 
for six months and your teacher said something about 40 times and a light bulb came on or you sat in church and finally you understood why we do what we do. I remember the first time one of my children got a paycheck and they had an epiphany moment. The light bulb went on. Dad, what's Social Security and FICA and state and federal and city tax? The light bulb went on, right? I thought I was going to get paid this. Now the light bulb comes on. Welcome to the adulthood, right? Understand that? Well, for the Gentiles, the light bulb went on. This baby Jesus just isn't born king of the Jews, but king of who? Everyone. You see our nativity scenes? Our nativity scenes include the Gentiles, but they weren't really there the day that Jesus was born. Many believe they came a year or two after, but the baby Jesus was still born for them, born for others, born for outsiders. Epiphany, I'm sorry, Epiphany is Christmas for others. Gentiles, Christmas for all. The Jews understood Christmas Eve. A city of David. They knew who King David was. A savior. They knew about the savior promised Adam and Eve. They knew about peace. They knew about angels. Angels spoke to their forefathers. Angels spoke to Mary. They're very familiar with the story. And you and I sometimes, we get very familiar with the church our customs, our traditions, the words that we speak, the message that we hear, we become very familiar with. But it's just not for us. Neither is Christmas just not for us. To the Gentiles, they saw him as king. They saw him as ruler. Where is the one born king of the Jews? Where is your ruler at? Because he, we are told that he's not only ruler of you, but he'll be ruler of all of us. See, the Gentiles lived in kingdoms where there's a king and they're citizens of the kingdom and the king protects them, the king provides for them, and the king watches over them. That's what the Gentiles knew. Maybe a little bit different understanding, not necessarily false, but a very different view. You so, see, we here in America, we wrap Christmas around our own sort of understanding. We know the stories, right? You know, you guys know the stories of Christmas. Sadly, we know these stories more than we don't know the real story of Christmas. What's that? Jesus, God in the flesh, born on Christmas morn. The Gentiles who heard the Old Testament text. We sometimes know these stories more than we know the real story. Well, you know the stories of Christmas. Frosty the snowman melts, but yet comes back to life. And remember Kevin with Home Alone? What happens to the thieves? They get beat up. And the Grinch's heart grows one and a half times size, right? His heart grows. And Scrooge, Scrooge repents and he's converted. And J.B. gets his Turbo Man. And who is it? George Bailey. And arguably the best Christmas movie. He finally gets his life back. Remember the movie? What's it called? It's a what? Wonderful Life. We know the stories. But to Gentiles, for those outside the church, they don't know the story quite as well. What they know, what the Gentiles knew, is that he is king of Jews and the king of all, and they came to worship him. It's Christmas for others. No one has a, no one has a monopoly on Christmas. Can you read these verses with me? Jesus, I have come to seek and save the lost. I came first for the Jews, then the Gentiles. You see, 
Christmas is for others. Jesus had a plan of salvation. I'm going to be born in Bethlehem. I'll let the Jews know that I'm the Prince of Peace and the Savior in Bethlehem. But the Gentiles, I'm coming for them as well. And they know that I am King of all. The same is true for us. Christ reveals himself to lowly, to shepherds, to outsiders, and to wise men. I think sometimes we get very familiar with the church and we get familiar with the language and the hymns and what we do. And we forget that at times Christ comes to people who are brokenhearted over their sin. He comes to people who are hurting and in despair. He doesn't necessarily come to people who believe they got their act together. Jesus really struggled with the Pharisees and the Sadducees who thought they knew it all. It was the prostitutes and the lowlifes and the tax collectors and the cheats and the people who were broken because their children were ill and they dealt with death and suffering who Jesus came to because it seems like those people were more receptive to the gospel. Jesus comes to all, specifically to those who many times are brokenhearted. Dr. Martin Luther said, the gospel's for the brokenhearted, the law is for the proud. Let me tell you something else Luther would say that fit into this whole theme of Christmas for others. Christ came to save sinners. Well, no kidding, really? Well, duh, of course he came to save sinners. Now, let's reflect on that a little differently. Do you see yourself as a sinner? Because if you see yourself, I see myself as a sinner, Christ came to save you and me. Oh, I'm not that bad of a sinner. The guy down the street from me, he's much worse. And you should see the person that I work with. And let me not even start in with you about my cousins, what they're like. Christ came to save sinners, to which you and I are sinners. He came for the lowly and the brokenhearted. You and I, we sin. Whether lust or greed or envy or pride or idolatry, name the list, you and I are sinners, but Christ came to save us. Christ comes for all. Baby Jesus was born for all to save us. Can you read that verse, the blessing there we receive from it? If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Christmas isn't over. God still calls, we're still giving out gifts. I'm starting a Life with God class. Our Lutheran school continues its ministry. Cross-training continues. We continue to pray for people. People continue to call the church. Can we receive communion? Can you pray with me? Can you help me? Christ continues to give out gifts of salvation even though Christmas is over. What's our ministry to seek and save the lost? You see, our church, we're one of the few institutions in the world that just doesn't exist for us, but we exist for who? others. We're here for others. We're here that the outside world might come and hear that Jesus was born for them. And they might not be like us. They might not be as churched as us. They might not know the stories. They might be very unfamiliar with things and how we do things. But Christ came for them as well. Friends in Christ, if people were like us, they'd already be here. But we exist that they might know that Jesus is a Messiah born for them. What a blessing it is. Christmas for others. Christmas for everyone. Christmas for you and me. 
So, Merry Christmas. And how about this for a closing thought? And we have the word of the prophets made more certain. And you will do well to pay attention to it. As to a light shining in the dark place, and the morning star rises in your hearts. And all God's people say, Amen.